Welcome to Even Field, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie. I'm here with Amber. Hello. And we kind of have, um, I don't want to say it's the biggest volleyball match of the year. Maybe so far. So far, I would say. Definitely of the regular season for Nebraska until they play them again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we've got number one versus number two. Nebraska, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin's number one. Nebraska's number two and hosting. It's gonna be crazy. Did you see the ticket? Oh my goodness. That was like the first note that I wrote down. It wasn't even about the game. It was, what is it, like $500? No, $225 for standing standing room on StubHub. And that's as of Monday. So it could have changed today. I didn't bother to double check. It's just insane. To stand. To stand. To stand. That, like, I saw so many people commenting about how, by the way, that this game should be played in Memorial Stadium so more people could come. I think even Chattel commented on yeah. his first down, second guesses column. That I came mean, out on, wrong. on Monday. <laughs> but, like, I'm just trying to imagine that level of volleyball in yes. the wind. Oh, my goodness, yes. In, like, the weather oh. right now, it would be. Yeah, it's too fall. And too also, autumn. you'd have to clear everyone out of- from football, <laughs> clean it up, and then. Somehow get his. <laughs> everyone back in. Have to build. Yeah, don't. I was like, I thought it was insane because what was the other price that like blew my mind? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars for upper level. Yeah, which that same seat would on October twenty seventh against Maryland two fifty, which is still expensive. But that's double. Double. Double to sit and like, there's no real nosebleeds in Devaney, but like, No. no. You're like pressed up against the back. Yeah. That's, that's the <laughs> Got a hunch over when you stand up to cheer so you don't hit your head, you know. <laughs> but like, this is the ticket prices on that. Insane. But no one cares about women's sports. No one cares. And just Iowa basketball. Yeah, exactly. Iowa basketball. I think they had 55,000. Oh, and the WNBA um, game three, I think, of the finals. It was like their largest. Um, attendance like 17,000 I think no one cares women's sports crushing it yep and that was on a day where like NFL's playing another women's like the mm-hmm. Iowa basketball game so that's you know competing against it head-to-head with fans and it still did that so hmm. yeah I am convinced that the time for Nebraska's football game on Saturday was it was determined it by, was determined yeah. by Volleyball. how like when do we know this will be over so fans can go? Can actually park and move over and, and just see. Li- can literally just funnel. <laughs> oh, because you know there's going to be a ton of people that are going to do the double header. I would. It's, Maybe um, not for those prices. Yeah, definitely. Amber's got a budget. so. <laughs> um, but kickoff is, what, four and a half hours before first serve? So, so The game starts at 2.30. So should... To end, seven? Yeah. Yeah, I would say you can get everybody out of Memorial Stadium. Yes. As long as they're sober. And then you just go right in. And I think the match starts at, I want to say 8. Could be wrong. Though. I think it's 7 Is on it BTN. Seven? I oh. think so. I know it's on BTN. Mm-hmm. I'm a little, I know why BTN kept the broadcast, but I'm a little sad that it's not like ESPN. ESPN or like yeah. Fox. Like so people yeah. with antennas could get it. Sure. Sure. I agree. You know, but college football is king during the fall, so. I'm willing to bet, based on the matchups this weekend in oh, football, yeah. that 
yeah, that, that, this that Nebraska match. Wisconsin volleyball will be ca- queen, <laughs> reign supreme. Gonna, it's gonna get um uh, more than a. It's gonna top more than a few football games. I would agree. But we are not here to talk about football no. unless a volleyball yeah is happening in the stadium. Women's basketball matches played in the stadium. Yeah. So Badgers are coming in with a twenty-six match winning streak. And that's before, I think they play Wednesday night. They, yes. So they play Wednesday. They have, We're recording on Tuesday. They have Ohio State. That will be a tough one. But, but okay. But will it? They've, no. They've already played Ohio State. I they was just swept trying them. to give Ohio State it's, benefit of the doubt. It's in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think as long as they aren't setting their sights on the Nebraska matchup this weekend as long as because you know that tends to happen where you look ahead to your tougher game i don't know if that happens for wisconsin i I don't know that it it happens happens. yeah i I would agree i know it happens to nebraska yes but nebraska says starting lineup has such like a heavy fresh sure i think that really can just like and like Merritt beeson transfers in right right so but yeah i just think as long as they are taking it one match at a time then to be fine nebraska has northwestern which shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. Um, I will say Northwestern is three and five in the Big Ten, which like when you get into the middle of the Big Ten, they're which three and five, four and four. Right. They're, they've all just beaten each other up, mm-hmm. which is how the Big Ten goes. Yes. Every year, if you're not at the very top. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, which, by the way, is both Nebraska and Wisconsin are the only ones. They're eight zero. Yep. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. So it's battle of one and two, battle of the undefeateds. Um, it yeah should be fantastic. And like, so with Wisconsin, I mean they have the reigning player of the week right now, yeah, in Sarah Franklin. But the Huskers have Lexi Rodriguez, who's defensive player of the week. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're just looking at accolades right now, eh. it's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Lexi Rodriguez might be the defensive player of the week, but Carter Booth from oh Wisconsin. <laughs> okay, so she's Just, leading the conference in hitting percentage and in blocks. I know. she. So I went and I looked up to see where Nebraska-Wisconsin players were mm-hmm. in the top 50 because I wasn't going to go all right. the way down. Um, so she is number 10 in the nation Oof. in blocks per sets. Um, Becca Alec is also like pretty mm-hmm. high. She's number 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but like <laughs> is tied for number uh, for 42 in the nation with like 86, which like when you look at the total, sure. it's very like um, it's not accurate because Wisconsin hasn't played a lot of five set matches. Right. Right. You, there's not that many opportunities. Right. So it just, yeah, it's always kind of more important to look at the per set. And I feel mm-hmm. like in volleyball, unless like someone's like, got 12,000 aces. Sure. Then, like, yeah, yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's pretty crazy cuz like the Badgers, they're leading the conference in points with uh 18 and a half percent mm-hmm. basically, hitting percentage, assists, kills, and opponent blocks. Yep. Yep. Now, I believe the Huskers are leading in like two categories and they're obviously in the top 5 and everything. So, yeah. it's just one where it's like, yep, they earned number 1. No, it makes complete sense. Um, I think if you look at, like, the difficulty of the schedules, they're pretty even yeah. as well um, for both. It's I think it's – I wouldn't be surprised if this goes five sets. I wouldn't be surprised if whichever team won the first just sweeps the whole thing. Agreed. Like, I don't know what's going to happen this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I can't wait. And 
I'm planning my TV viewing around this match. I will be doing the live updates for this right. match on, our, on Omaha.com, so I will be watching. Mm-hmm. I will be watching your updates. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I probably won't just be me doing it. I might drag someone else into doing it, but yeah. But overall, I mean, it is safe to say it is the game, match, set, everything of the week, period. Yeah. No, for everyone. I, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean... Both teams, like Wisconsin, needs to beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Nebraska needs to beat Northwestern. Mm-hmm. If either team loses to one of those teams, the other team's going to have a massive advantage going into it. Uh, yeah, because like, because because they're both playing teams that they should absolutely dominate. Right. Like so, that's <laughs> going to be key. I really think controlling, um, not hitting towards Carter Booth would be a good place to start. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but like controlling Sarah Franklin. Yes. Like, I know she was a third-team All-American last year. Mm-hmm. She is going to be. Mm-hmm. All over the place. She, I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. Like, she has over 200 more attacks than the next person um, on Wisconsin's team. Which is which, insane. Which is insane. But if you think about it, if you can just yeah. focus on her. I'm not saying the rest aren't good. No, no, no. I'm but just, when you have that, you will, go with what works. Yeah, and it will and throw them off their game. as long as it keeps working. Yeah. Um, but, like. You don't want to hit it towards, is it Anna, Anna, Smrek? I, her hitting percentage is... Yeah, it's uh, over 40%. It's 0.429. Yes, which is second in the conference. Yep. She, so. No, she's crazy good, too. So you mm-hmm. don't want to hit it, you don't, like, you don't want her yeah. getting a serve, or mm-hmm. serve a set, excuse me. They really, I mean, we can name all these. Every single person on the Badgers is a threat. And yeah. But... At the same time, every single person on the Huskers does a threat, too. No. I, what I was going <laughs> to say, I, like, um, so Wisconsin's, let's just look at the setters. Right. Wisconsin's setter, uh, with starting center, mm-hmm. except for one match, is Izzy Ashburn. Right. Or Ashburn, excuse me. I can talk. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is against, like, Bergen Riley. Mm-hmm. Bergen Riley has 612 assists mm-hmm. this season. Ashburn only has 387. That's a half. Big, I mean, almost not, 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 not quite, not but quite. yeah, but like that's, in, it, that's interesting. It's a significant. But also, like that's total. They both haven't played a lot of five sure. set matches. Sure, but like I think that through. Yeah, they also have another. Wisconsin has another setter that mm-hmm. they do bring in from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like, but like that's interesting. Yes, um, I will say. Um, on Badger Extra, they did a feature. Um, Jim Polzine did an interview with Izzy, I think, two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. for Open Gym. And it's really interesting. I I mean, I know we're talking to Husker fans, but if you want to learn more about one of the players on the team who's going to make a difference, you should check it out. Yeah. And, and she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Bergen Riley is also Also incredible. incredible. <laughs> it's one of these, it's a game that is difficult to talk about because every single person is awesome. I know. It's crazy. I, 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 I don't, like, maybe we talk about Merritt Beeson. <laughs> right. Like, or even Lexi. All we've done is mention that she got Defensive Player of the Week. Yeah, no. Harper Murray, <laughs> both of them have over 200 kills this, so far this season. And, like, both, oddly enough, on .280 hitting percentage. Oh, that's funny. It is funny. Um. But like, if you if if you think about like, also like Lindsey Krause, she's mm-hmm. in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. Andy Jackson also in the hundreds, mm-hmm. and she is hitting at point four oh five. Yeah, and she is third in the Big Ten. And she is so good. 
And this is the first time we're mentioning her in the podcast. I know. And she is so good. So that's the kind of talent we're looking at, which is just amazing. It, no, it's incredible. And I don't know, like, and then, like, we have this match. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I, I don't know if losing, like, which, like, if Nebraska were to lose to Wisconsin. Sure. I don't think you can necessarily move them. From no. the number two spot in the ranking. Right. That's the thing. I mean, if you lose to number one and you're number two, well, and, and the, it's your only loss. And the number three, I'm pretty sure, is Stanford. Who Nebraska, who Nebraska beat. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm glad I'm not the one who has to do all that. Well, it's the coaches. I know. But I'm still glad I'm not the one who has oh, to do all enough, that. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is going to change the first place uh, votes, though, I'm sure. Yes. Because right like, now I think it's at... It's one of those grudging, well, we have to vote for them. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's like very heavily, it's like 59, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, yeah. 5. Nebraska, obviously it's going to go the total number sure. on whoever wins this thing. But, yeah, yeah I I don't, you got to control Carter, you got to mm-hmm. not hit at Carter, at Carter Booth. Booth. Don't let her block. She will block you. <laughs> she literally will block you. And like, at I don't know how you control Sarah Franklin, to be honest, but I don't think many people in the NCAA do either. Mm-hmm. So, but that's literally what they're going to have to do. Yeah. And watch your sir or watch your receives when Julia Orzal is. Oh serving. my goodness! Yes, got twenty. Julia, I think it's Julia, isn't it? I am not sure. Actually, you're probably right. I have no idea. We it spend would... a lot of time looking up pronunciations, listeners, and it, okay, here's the thing. Brutal. First of all, announcers. Yes. Never say their first first names. They never do. (laughs) And then some websites are very helpful Mm -hmm. and give you the little like, I don't know, it's like a microphone or yeah. Oh yeah, the listen where they play the the sound. You Mm -hmm. can hear them. By the way, it's so hard to find out how to say these people's names because volleyball is not covered like football. Yes. Um, so you just like you wing it. You just kind of wing it, and that's sad. But at least we are showing respect to all of these women and how good they are. So we really try let's to focus pronounce, on that. We really <laughs> try to pronounce your names. It's so hard, and I apologize. Yes. Um, Sorry, I kind of derailed you on that one. That's okay. She. That's fine. Twenty-three aces this season. Twenty-three. Aces. Which, like, to be fair, Nebraska has struggled with serving this year, and last year, and honestly, the year before that as well. Um, but Peason's got sixteen. Granted, that is seven less. Right. But get, watch those receives, people. Yes. Watch them. I'm talking yes. in my hands again. <laughs> I, it works for me because I get to see you. That's <laughs> fair. But, but yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be a great one. And everyone, I, the winner is going to have to play as close to perfect as possible. I agree. And if you want to watch this and you cannot afford a $250 uh, standing room, room ticket, only. I bet if you called your cable provider... It would be cheaper to for one month. Yes. <laughs> for Big, Big Ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sure you're going to be able to find it on TV in public houses. I would be. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I am um, also assuming that they will eventually put like a highlight. Oh, yeah. Like, They'll probably cut in on all the Fox football games and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It'll be around. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow my live updates. They'll be on Omaha.com. Exactly. And they are very detailed. <laughs> Josie I, puts in work. Because I'm a, a little bit insane. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, okay, so Saturday, I believe 7, BTN. Watch it. Yes. We already know what you're watching. If you're this far into the podcast, you're, you're going to watch it. Watch it. Um, Creighton? Creighton Volleyball. So Hit me with it because 
I don't know. <laughs> They're on a three-match win streak. Um, they swept everyone last weekend. Nice. They've got UConn and Providence this weekend um, on the road. Uh, Ooh. Which, like, that's where the Jays have been mm-hmm. a little, a little. Bit shaky. But they should beat them. But they also should have beat Xavier. So sure. I kind of want to see what they do on the road again before I really make a big claim like they're going to win because mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I can say that the fans in stores, um, they show up. So yeah, that'll be a tough one fan-wise, you know, with that's the crowd fair. pulling in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, but you and know. They have been. I mean, okay, so we have been saying that their record was not reflect- reflecting their talent. <laughs> because they started 1-10, and ten, and now they're on a seven-match win streak. Yes. So that puts them at 8-10 and ten overall, but 7-1 and one in the conference. Which is what they care about. Yes. And that also puts them at number one in the conference, right? Mm-hmm. Which is pretty darn great. Um, they also swept the Summit League Weekly Honors. Emily Huss won... Defensive Peak Performer of the Week, and McKenna Rush, hopefully I said that right, is um, the Offensive Peak Performer of the Week. So, who who do they have next? So, they have South Dakota. Well, okay, so they are also on the road. They have South Dakota again. They okay. did beat South Dakota in four, which was kind of a shock because South Dakota is really good normally. They are. So, I'm interested to see how that goes in Vermilion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have Oral Roberts, they also beat earlier. So, they are already kind of doubling up. Good. So, that builds up confidence to going into games when you know you've already won. So, especially when it's on the road. That yeah. can only help. Yeah, definitely. I will say, Vermilion is kind of a hard place to play. Yeah. Um, Rabid fans. They care about their women's sports. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't care much about their football team sometimes, though. Because, I'll be honest. USD football team has let me down <laughs> a timer. And dozen. also, I mean, it's cold. Maybe not right now, but it's getting cold. Well, so, so USD plays in a, in a dome. Oh, they dome it. Okay. Yeah, they have a dome. That's good. That's where they play the high school state tournaments, too. Oh, cool. I know that because my junior year of high school, my team won the state football title. Congratulations. That's awesome. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I rode a bus down there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's about it. Um, I'm I'm excited to see how those uh, Creighton and UNL play this mm-hmm. weekend. Maybe n- not to the same level I'm excited about Nebraska. Right. I mean, um, but if they were in the top two mm-hmm. of the country, this is fair. And Creighton's been like jumping all over the rankings. They have been the bouncing around. <laughs> yeah. Of it, like they were 17, now they're 15. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's just been like number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um, either way. Everyone has a pretty strong stand coming up. So whether it's at home or on the road. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think we'd be remiss to not talk about Supernovas. Yes, Supernovas have, I guess, rounded out their coaching staff. So they just named um, John Shea, who is uh, an assistant coach for Team USA, I believe. And then John Corbelli, they will be assistant coaches. And then we have a former Husker All-American, Laura Likowski Buttermore. She is the head strength and conditioning coach. So I think it's pretty awesome to have a woman as the head strength and conditioning coach. I'm also just a huge fan of having women coaches for women's sports. But to have a woman in charge of strength and conditioning is pretty awesome. And she, in addition to being a Nebraska native, to being a Husker All-American, she's also her husband is lucky enough to be married to her. And he is the head coach of um, UNO volleyball. Yeah. So they interviewed her 
um, during the Memorial Stadium match. Yes. And she promised that she was rooting for uh, Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure TV. she said that to keep, you know, peace in the household. <laughs> I'm sure she was okay with whatever the outcome was. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, both of the assistant coaches have a ton of experience that they're bringing to the teams. Um, national team experience, you know, um, John Corbelli was an associate head coach at Texas A&M for like 25 years. And A&M may not have been the top team in NCAA, but they've mm -hmm. always had a strong volleyball program. So I think that speaks very highly. Um, we've got really good coaching staff for the Hus for the Supernovas. I'm very excited. We do have a good coach for, for, for the Huskers, Huskers yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but we're that right now. Yes. Um. <laughs> so oh. I, yeah, I'm already counting down to the season starting in February. Yeah, I bet you are because you <laughs> have tickets. Because I have a season ticket. Just one. Just for me. Just for you. Yep. I'm so excited for you. I mean, anytime I can't make it, you're welcome to have the ticket. I will never be able to. I know. You have work. to work oh. all the time. That's how it always goes. Yeah. Anything fun, I'm like, nope, you have to work it because it's a big sporting event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, quick, just on high school volleyball. Yep. So we have, I believe, sub-districts are starting next week. End of the, no, yeah, next week. 23rd, I think, is when they first start. Right now, classes... B, C, and D are set. I think mm -hmm. class A, when I checked earlier today, have not been set yet. Um, but that starts the road to state, which will be very exciting. I don't think A has sub-districts. Oh, they that's just, right. They, they just don't. have districts. Yes, they just have districts. There's not enough teams. It always throws me off because they still leave it blank on the page for sub-districts. And it's like, just take class A out. Just write class A, go straight to districts. Just do it. Yeah, something like that. Would it would be. just make things a lot easier. NSAA. Hmm. <laughs> Um, and also don't put soccer and girls soccer. They're either boy soccer and girls soccer or just soccer. <laughs> Stepping off my soapbox. Um, and then a quick shout out to Sydney Molesker for Mercy. She is leading the state in aces with 74. Um, second place is 72. Um, she obliterated the school record. It was 63. <laughs> yeah, no, that is an obliteration. And she got like 13 aces in one match. <laughs> So um, shout out to her because she's one of my track girls and I just think that's very exciting and she's a senior so we'll see what she ends up leaving. I know her stretch goal is 90 by the end of the season so hopefully if they make a run at state that they'll be, be able to do that. That would be fantastic. Um, I did want to point out that we did have a little bit of a shake up um, with high school volleyball. Yes. Lincoln Lutheran lost. <laughs> Which... It's just, we've talked about them before. We've talked about them. I mean. <laughs> we okay, so like we talked about them because they had like a at that point I don't know how an many. insane win streak, right? Yes. So it ended at I believe seventy four. I have to look it up. Mike Patterson Ooh. covered it. Um, to Carney Catholic. Oh. Who is now our number ten? Because like you can't beat a team like that and not make and our not make the top, top ten. Yeah. Awesome. That's how that works. That's like, pretty cool. You, know, you do well. <laughs> you make the top ten. Yes. <laughs> That's the most blanket statement of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Minden is also in our top 10. So mm -hmm. we got the C1, C2 going on. And then it's a lovely mix of A and B. Yeah. Um, Papio South, obviously the top. Ranked, right. I believe, seven nationally. I think that's correct. I know it was top 10. It's either six or seven. Yeah, I knew it wasn't top five. But I believe you're right, seven. It's in Mike Patterson's column. Um, that check went it out, out on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you can check it out there. Um, and then... 
I feel like we should probably mention that we had a state tournament. Yes. Actually, before we get to that, can I get a quick note about cross country? Absolutely. And then we'll end with celebrating some state championships. So high school cross country for Nebraska. The state meet is this Friday in Kearney. Class A, B, and C, they all have 10 returning teams. Class D has 15 returning teams. So some powerhouses that are coming back. Um, Just a couple quick notes. The B4 district meet, Norris got a perfect team score. So they all place one, two, three, four. And then they also had the fifth place finisher and all of the Norris runners were in the top seven. Congratulations. Yes. So they've been favored to win pretty much the whole season. And (laughs) um, I don't think that that prediction is going to change. (laughs) But do you think they'll go one, two, three, four? I don't think they'll go one, two, three, four, but I think they'll get a lot of girls in the top 15. Mm -hmm. Um, So that will be a fun race to watch. In Class B, Lincoln Northwest snagged the qualifying spot for the first time ever. Uh, They've only had a program for two years, so this is the second. So that's really impressive. They were also led by a freshman um, who was seventh in the district. And Sky, I don't want to butcher your last name, so I'm not going to say it. But her name's Sky, and she's a freshman. And that's just a lot of fun seeing that. And then we've talked about Lincoln East before. They won the A1 district, and all seven runners would have qualified for state individually because they were all in the top 15. And senior Mia Murray, she won by almost a minute, 56 seconds. In yeah, she's really fast. Over a 5K. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be cold in Kearney? Um, you know, I actually haven't looked at the weather. My team did not qualify for state, so our season is done tomorrow mm-hmm. after the Northwest meet. So I fully admit I haven't checked the weather. But that's kind of cross-country weather. So districts was moved from Thursday to Wednesday last week because they were expecting, you know, tons of rain and everything. And, and it was it a happened. little warmer than we expected, mm-hmm. but it was still relatively cool. And it was like perfect cross-country weather. Enough of a wind that... You aren't getting, you know, you aren't melting and still yeah. air, but not so much that it was like preventing things. So hopefully they will get that again in Kearney. That would be lovely. Which is also a gorgeous course. So, well, yeah. good luck to everyone competing. Yes. Gotta love Fall State Championships. Speaking of, we gotta close out with congratulating, um, well, Papio, Grand Island Northwest, and Ashland Greenwood. They all won uh, state softball titles. Yesterday, technically. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it was Ashland Greenwood's first. Mm-hmm. It was Papio's uh, eight, no, 17th, excuse me, 17th state title. And then Grand Island Northwest um, was the defending champion, so they repeated. That's awesome. And I think I saw that Jordy Ball threw out the ceremonial first pitch for that state final game. Yep. Not bad. Not bad. Not a bad thing to do. Yep. Especially when her whole team <laughs> wins. Ends up winning it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So an omen. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Congratulations to all of those. Yes. Um, you Good can check luck out- to everybody who's competing this week. Yeah. You can check out all of our coverage of that um, state tournament on Omaha.com. Um, but until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.